Hello, welcome back to my podcast, Random Thoughts and Things. Today's episode is kind of a random topic, but that's why I named my podcast what I did. And I did a lot of thinking when trying to figure out how to talk about this topic, and I asked a few people I know what they think. Oh, jeez. I was about to ramble on without telling you the topic. This episode, I wanted to talk about toxic masculinity. Now, I say it like that because I read online that specifying the toxic aspect sort of erases the other aspects and draws the attention to a negative point of view. I also know that talking about masculinity and the bad parts of it is incredibly controversial for many reasons. Some people do believe that it exists, others don't. Some people get offended at the mention of it and some get angry and defensive when it's brought up. Some believe it's the toxic behavior that men portray, while others think it's a mindset men have. Yes, there's a difference, and I'll talk about that a little later. My personal belief is that masculinity can be toxic, and it hurts more people than we think. Now, just as a little disclaimer, I want to say that I cannot speak for men, and even if I could, I cannot speak for all men. I wanted to talk about masculinity for a while now, and most of this episode will be my own personal thoughts, opinions, and beliefs. As you know from my previous episodes, I try to spread a message of positivity. Being a woman and working in a male-dominated industry, I want to try and open a peaceful dialogue between men and women to discuss issues that affect us all, and I want to use my experiences to try to jumpstart that. With that being said, I'll dive right into it. From what I've seen online and in my own life, the toxic traits of masculinity affect men and boys first and foremost. If we think about it, boys are raised by their parents to be and act and think a certain way. Their parents get those mindsets from their parents, who get it from theirs, and etc. It all starts at home, but that doesn't mean it stops there. Schools, History classes, sports teams, TV shows, music, movies, all these different things show how a man should be, act, and think, and that there's something wrong if they don't follow the mold that's set out for them. From a young age, boys learn they shouldn't cry, they shouldn't play with dolls, they can't like princesses in dancing and singing, past a certain age, or there's something wrong with them. They learn in schools that the female teachers are better at female courses, like English and religion, but that male teachers are somehow more knowledgeable and trustworthy when it comes to asking questions. They learn that DNA is an important part of our biology, literally responsible for our growth, development, functioning, and many other things, but they don't learn that Rosalind Franklin was also responsible for helping discover and understand what DNA does. In sports, they can't play nice. They have to go hard. Even little baby boys, as young as five years old, get yelled at by parents and coaches to go, 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 run faster, play harder. Don't get a foul, but if you trip him, you'll win. And if you get tripped and it hurts and you cry because you're in pain, get up, walk it off. Boys don't cry. When they watch TV, they see the big macho man who expresses anger, and anger only, beat up the bad guys to save the damsel in distress. If the males have a team, they all have equally strong but different powers. When the woman shows up, 
She's weaker than her male counterparts, and they need to save her. Or her powers turn her into a villain. When we turn on the radio to listen to music, the men that sing, I, I guess, softer lyrics aren't as popular among males. When the male artist sings, and he's good, and the beat and instrumentals are good, and the lyrics are catchy, we don't pay attention to the meaning of the lyrics or what he's actually saying. Obviously, men and women deal with these things in almost equal amounts. And while I'll mention some stuff that affects females, my focus today is about males. So, all these influences, at home and outside the home, do what exactly? Talking to men and seeing how they act will show you. They learn not to cry, even when they should. They learn that it doesn't matter what happens to others as long as it doesn't affect them. And they learn that their value as a human comes from how strong they are, physically and emotionally in the form of stoicism. The better they are at suppressing their emotions that aren't strong, such as anger, the more valuable they are. While I have my own issues with the whole nice guy mindset, the thought process, or whatever is behind it, can be traced to the fact that nice guys aren't what other men perceive as strong. Nice guys are more, uh, I guess, in tune, let's say, for lack of a better word with their female emotions, and that, going off what we said before, goes against what most men were taught as young boys, and that is that any feminine qualities should be reserved strictly for the females, and if a manly man expresses any of those qualities that fall in the feminine category, there's something wrong with him. Now, is that right? Like, does that sound normal? I've had grown men, grown men, tell me that raising their son in today's society is hard because they can't raise him as a man. But what does that mean? Does that mean that as a toddler, he can't watch the, like, girly cartoons he loves? When he's first learning to ride a bike and he falls off, he's not allowed to be scared or cry because that's not what boys do. Or when he signs up for sports because his dad wanted him to. He can't sign up for girl sports because that's not a real sport. It's not, it's not fair to these little babies that are going through this. Like they're, <sighs> being a man isn't about treating yourself like garbage while simultaneously thinking the world owes you something. Being a man isn't about how many lays you can get in one night, because apparently the more you have sex with different people, the cooler you are. I'm all about sexual freedom and doing what you want as long as it's safe, healthy, and consensual for all parties involved. But don't do something because you feel or you are pressured. It's not worth it and it, it really never ends well. Your value as a man, as a human, doesn't come from that. Maybe, maybe in the distant past it did, but that's not where we are as a society anymore. I want to switch gears for a minute, actually. I talked a bit about boys and men not being allowed to cry, but I want to talk about how that affects them and others around them. Regardless of how you identify, you're probably exposed to the mindset that crying equals weakness. For the men in my life, I know that's 100% the case. They really do believe that crying is a sign of weakness. 
I've been with my boyfriend for almost two years and I've only seen him cry once. Once. In two years of dating. In almost three years of knowing each other. That's so insane to me. And my father is the exact same way. I've lived with my parents my whole almost 22 years. And in those almost 22 years, I've seen my father get angry and moody, but I've only seen him cry maybe three times. I <laughs> I just, like, like what? I try not to cry either because yes, I fall into that crappy mindset that crying equals weakness, even though I know it's not true. That doesn't mean I don't cry though, like at all, like seriously, I cry all the time. I cry at movies, I cry at like listening to some music, I cry when I look at my dog, I cry when I get frustrated, I cry when I'm really happy, like I cry all the time. And even though I don't like crying, I cry a lot and I generally feel better after I do. I can't even imagine having some sort of strong emotion or going through something that's tough and not being able to express myself through crying. Being almost like like allowed to express how you're feeling isn't a girl thing. Boys have emotions too. Even though the men in my life have a hard time expressing their emotions, I know they feel them. So, so why why deny it? When you're sad, why not have a good cry? If looking at cute animals makes you happy, why not share those pictures? Why hide that? There's such, such, such a, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Like, like a wall, a divider between what is masculine and what is feminine. But most, if not all, of that is just so arbitrary. Who decided this stuff? Who said men can't cry, men can't like dancing or wearing makeup without being made fun of or put down? Who decided that to be a man, you have to break your back doing manual labor or getting covered in grease? Even more ridiculous is when you look at like how household chores, like when you get to household chores, why is taking out the garbage or mowing the lawn or changing a freaking light bulb considered man jobs? Like... I just, I don't get it. Like, if, if as someone who identifies as a man, you enjoy cooking and cleaning instead of taking out the garbage or mowing the lawn, that's okay. If you'd rather walk in a, if you'd rather work, sorry, in a clean office instead of a dirty, dusty, or muddy construction site, you aren't any less of a man for it. The pressure put on men from their home life, their friends, and society is so ridiculous and harmful. They're thrown in a box and told what's acceptable behavior and what isn't. And when they look outside that box, maybe even try to leave, they get yelled at and shamed and put into an even bigger box. And while that box is bigger, it's also harder to fill and harder to get out of. The best example I can think of to explain this better is when men get sick. You know, we all love to joke about man colds and how a simple case of the flu can turn a man into a baby. But why is that, you think? When men, or anyone really, is sick, what expectations are there on that person? None. 
just to get better. That's the only expectation people have. So what does that mean? It means that while men have to act tough and macho and stoic 99% of the time, this one time, this 1% of the time, they get to be vulnerable. They get to complain and cry and act in a way they normally wouldn't because they have an excuse. If anybody says anything, they can counter back with, but I'm sick or I only act like this when I'm sick. Is this an excuse to act horribly? No, of course not. So don't go cussing at people when you're sick. I am saying, though, that repressing and pushing back these feminine qualities they have will come out more. They will come out intensely when there's no more pressure, when there's nothing holding those back anymore. All these things just rush to the surface. And that's how, intentionally or unintentionally, Men hurt the people, most time women, in their lives. It can range from a one-time snarky comment to years-long abuse. Again, while I am expressing this opinion, please be aware that I am not saying to use this as an excuse. By the time kids are 12, they have some sort of moral compass. So as an adult, using the excuse, well, the way I was raised made me just be really manipulative and shitty to people, isn't gonna work. I really do want to open a dialogue about this, about masculinity and why it hurts. But there can't be a dialogue if you're not willing to listen and to change. It really does all start at home. I read about a family who has a baby boy. He's, you know, toddler age or whatever. And he loves princesses and pretending he's a princess. Every time he does pretend or ask to watch a princess movie, he gets yelled at. And slowly, he stopped pretending and he stopped asking doesn't that make your heart ache it's just princess stuff he's a baby like (laughs) how is that fair and for the people that are like well misha princesses are for girls why why are princesses for girls you know who decided this is it because princesses need to be rescued by a knight i i really don't know It's a kid cartoon for kids. If a kid wants to watch it, why not let them? We raise our baby boys to not be soft. But we create a person with such a hard exterior, we end up hurting them. I seriously, seriously, seriously want you to reconsider what you think about masculinity. What you know about masculinity. Not just any men who listen, but any women too. What does masculinity mean to you? Are these ideas solely yours or is it what you grew up believing? Do you really, really think it's right? Do you really, like deep down in your heart of hearts, do you think it's fair? Why do boys act a certain way and only that way? And why can't they act differently? Just really think about this stuff. Engage in a conversation about it with your friends and family. Educate yourself more about the stereotypes you believe. But please, most importantly, just just be kind, okay? Kindness isn't an inherently male or an inherently female trait. It's just a human trait. Treat others fairly, help when you can, and just don't hurt yourselves or others, physically or emotionally. That's all for me for this time. Thank you for listening to me rant and ramble. 
and I really am sorry if I offended anyone with my language. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Thank <laughs> you.